0: Good evening to all our listeners and welcome to the third V-Pod episode by Business Cluster of I am Vishakapatnam. In today's episode, we have with us Dr. Supriya Arbert. Let me introduce you the guest first. Dr. Supriya is a physician, board certified wellness coach and corporate wellness consultant. She has been actively involved in the healthcare and wellness industry for last 10 years and provided services as a physician, corporate wellness consultant, wellness coach, mentor and leader. She is the first female doctor and certified wellness coach from India. She has extensively applied these skill sets in corporate as well as the retail sector. She has actively volunteered for various social causes and is interested in taking up like-minded projects. A very warm welcome to you, ma'am, to our podcast series.
1: Uh, thank you, Vijay. Uh, and uh, thanks for having me here. I am glad uh, to join and uh, I look forward for addressing the questions
0: uh, in the podcast. Sure, ma'am. The first question we have for you is, mental wellness is always being a matter of concern for students and when a pandemic is around, it is very difficult to remain calm. Ma'am, I would like you to guide us to remain mentally fit in these tough times.
1: So, first of all, uh, in order to maintain uh, mental health, we need to understand why do we need to maintain mental health? We need to maintain ma- mental health in order to you know, overcome a situation successfully. Uh, and in order to do that, one of the most important uh, activity or skill which we need to practice is of emotional hygiene. I'm using the word emotional hygiene here. Uh, because it's the most important uh, day-to-day habit which you need to follow or make. Uh, So you have to craft your way you think, uh, the way you believe or the way you act around your goals. And having this emotional hygiene will actually help you in a long way to keep your mental health in check. Uh, Some of the practical ways uh, or tips and tricks of having uh, your uh, uh, emotional hygiene or your mental uh health is you know maintaining a journal so what you do is uh have a habit of writing diary every day wherein you have uh you know a series of thought of what has happened during the day and you classify not only the positive but the negative uh, also of what has happened uh learn to understand your own limitations because that's the most important thing you do uh, as a practice or as a self-help, self, uh, self help, I, uh, if I may say. Uh, always reframe the negative situation in a positive perspective uh, because this is one of the most key or the baseline for success in life. The moment you start viewing things in a positive perspective, even the most negative thing will disappear seek help it's a very very wrong notion which people follow that uh, you know we we need to appear very very emotionally strong yes we need to appear emotionally strong but there are times when we are not emotionally strong and you are in a turmoil when you are in a turmoil ensure that you are asking for help it could be your family members it could be friends or it could be anyone in a A therapist circle like a counsellor, psychiatrist but it's important to speak up and to ask help and always have boundaries for everything it's important to maintain boundary in life, work, family and friends
0: Thank you so much ma'am that was a very insightful answer and I'm sure students will keep these things in mind the next question that we have is how can a person draw certain boundaries to separate work from home? Just continuation to your previous answer. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, so boundary uh, always means a dividing line. So before we go into how to draw a boundary, let's see why we should draw a boundary so that we understand it better. So why do we need to draw a boundary? First is to protect yourself, you need to draw the boundary. Uh you also when you draw the boundary you define the way of how you want to be treated by somebody else so that's the reason why you need to draw the boundary and the third and the most important thing is when you draw a boundary you actually yourself grow and you actually master uh, the thought the work process around you so that nobody else can come in and uh, you know create a havoc in your system now how do you actually practice doing boundary at home work or your personal life so first of all you need to define the boundary of what what is the situation and how the boundaries are defined you need to inform the people around you uh, that you know this this is my boundary uh, and you need to encourage them to stick to the boundary Uh, so as an information process you have to tell them that please stick to the boundary You yourself should stick to the boundary because it should not happen that rules are for others and not for yourself. You need to follow it first before you expect other people to follow. And respect other people's boundary. Because at the end of the day, when you respect other people's boundary, they will respect your boundary. And that's how you can successfully draw boundary not only in your work, home, but in your personal relationship with family and friends also.
0: sure ma'am that was very insightful answer ma'am the next question we have is how can one be resilient in trying times this difficult time
1: this is a very very uh, uh, apt question for uh, the current situation which we are in Uh, so to answer the question we need to first understand what is resilience meaning so resilience means the ability to bounce back uh, from a situation or uh, from a setback situation very quickly. So, you know, how do you build resilience? Resilience is a skill which you need to harness by practice uh, in your day-to-day life. And uh, what what generally happens is, uh, we ourselves are limiting our belief, thoughts, and actions. So, just to simplify and say, you are what you think. So we have our own imaginary fear which causes real damage and can set us in a very negative tone. So we we need to understand what damages us more. Is it our thought which is damaging or is it the actual situation which is more damaging? And you will observe that 95% of the time, it's always our own thoughts which are damaging or derailing the situation. So in order to build resilience, You need to first identify your own unhealthy thoughts, behavior, action and put a stop to it. Don't give away your power of uh, uh, thinking to somebody else. Hold that power with you, hold that control with you. Uh, In order to be resilient or successfully resilient, uh, it's important to build your life around goals. And when we are talking about goals, uh, whether it's your personal goal or whether it's your work goal, it's always important to have goals wherein you you are passionate about your goals. Like if you have a goal wherein you, you are passionate about something, then you will automatically be perseverant, resilient in tough situations when you are chasing the goal. You don't you you may not need the nudge or the push from somebody else when you have passion towards something. For example, I have passion towards wellness. So even when times get tough for me, I am very perseverant. I am very resilient to situations, and I overcome that difficult time. And then we come back to a to a routine. So similarly, you need to be uh, very passionate about the goals which you set for life and work, and that way you can. Uh, bounce back very easily. Always hope for positive things to happen and seek new opportunity and perspective. And there is one thumb rule which I personally use in my life uh, that is called as the stop rule. So whenever we are at a traffic signal, uh, you always see a stop button or a stop signal uh, showing which has the letters S-T-O-P. Always remember this rule, S for stop, T for think, O for observe and P for proceed. If you remember this golden stop rule everywhere, you will automatically be resilient and overcome a lot of challenges in your life.
0: That was a very detailed answer, ma'am. The next question we have for you is, how can one make sure to keep their mental health in check? Because most of the times, it is being ignored.
1: Uh, So this question has answers uh, similar to what the previous questions is. You need to maintain your emotional hygiene. Uh, You need to craft your thoughts, beliefs and actions around your goal. Uh, You need to keep negative people away from yourself. You need to seek help and speak up whenever necessary and you need to follow the stop rule in all parts of your life.
0: Sure. The next question uh, we have is uh, how should one process difficult times because of challenging situations at home?
1: This is a very apt question because all of us in one or the other way are facing challenges situation because of the pandemic with our family, friends, relatives and uh, the unprecedented uh, outcome is we are not able to help a lot of people even though we want to. So first and the foremost thing to realize is focus your energy on what is doable and direct to use your energy towards that. Because there are a lot of times you are not able to help somebody, uh, it could be anyone in your circle, you, it's, it's quite not possible in the current situation to help somebody. So you need to understand your own limitations of what can be done and cannot be done in a situation. Seek help uh, of other people whenever you know that you can't hold it anymore. And learn to say no and let go of negative emotions. What is a very important thing to do now, right now is learning to say no because we we are having very very limited possibility at our end to help people sometimes. So it's important to say no to things wherever you are not able to do something and let go of the worry or the guilt which might come from saying that no, you don't have to feel guilty or bad about anything because this is a very tough situation for everybody, everybody is in the same boat, but always remember that this is a very, very temporary situation and this too shall end very soon.
0: Sure. This is uh, very motivating, ma'am. The last question we have for you is: India, uh, India is fighting COVID with one of the biggest vacc, and with that, one of the biggest vaccination drives has been started. And it's recently approved that 18 to 44 years of age groups also getting vaccinated. There are some myths about uh, the vaccination drive. It could be great if you can bust some of them for us.
1: Well, uh, it's 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 good that you ask this question because there are a lot of myths about vaccination and I'll I'll highlight uh, a few which I keep hearing or I keep getting regularly uh, as a part of questions from patients or employees uh, on a daily basis. So one of the most uh, important questions is uh, uh, why should I take a vaccination anyway after taking the vaccination also I will get corona or covid. So it's important to know that uh, vaccination reduces the risk of critical outcome of the disease. So when you are vaccinated, even if you are taken just one dose, you still have a significant control over the nature of the disease and the progression of the disease. And that's the very important reason why you need to get yourself vaccinated. Uh, second question is: uh, Indian vaccine efficacy is less compared to other uh, vaccines. Uh, uh, you know, covid shield or covaxin shows an efficacy of 65 to 70 whereas uh, moderna pfizer vaccines uh, show up to 95 percent efficacy we cannot compare uh, the efficacy based uh, you know out of different clinical trials because all of these clinical trials have been held in different country for different population even if a vaccine is having a efficacy of 50 percent that vaccine is still eligible uh, for giving you a very, very proper result uh, during the final, uh, uh, you know, when, when you in the inoculation stage. So, your, when you get the vaccine, uh, you will always have a higher rate of efficacy or higher rate of vaccine outcome in the inoculation phase. So, please don't compare uh, vaccines to vaccine because clinical trial phases also differ your own body constitution in terms of indian genetic factors indian uh, uh, you know climatic factors are very very different from the people who are uh, who are there in abroad where these uh, modern or pfizer vaccines would have been tested so please uh, don't compare uh, that's the most important thing and get vaccinated uh, as soon as possible third common question which comes is Covid shield causes clot because there is a lot of talk about a particular vaccine causing blood clots and that's why a lot of people want to avoid taking that particular vaccine uh, because it is causing a clot. It's absolutely uh, 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 a myth that it causes a clot. The reason being, uh, whenever uh, the clinical trials of Covid shield has happened, only one person among 500 has developed a clot and that one person who had developed a clot the reason behind the clot was not defined as a clot coming in from the covid shield vaccine naturally what happens is a lot of us have clots developed in our body as a natural response body response to lot of things so we must always remember that in this case the benefits are outweighing the risk and that's why you should not worry about a particular vaccine causing blood clot etc and just don't get carried away by news on social media which can be misleading just look for the facts all the frontline healthcare workers have been most of them have been vaccinated by covid shield only none of them have developed a clot till till date you need to look at the facts which are there which is most important rather than blindly believing information which is coming in media uh, another myth which is there about vaccine is uh once i get vaccinated i sh- i need not wear a mask or you know need, need not follow sanitization etc that's a total myth and a very very wrong belief even after having vaccination even after having both the vaccination you need to continue following COVID appropriate behavior like wearing a mask, social distancing, sanitizing because you still are at a risk of getting the pandemic because the pandemic status of COVID has not gone away from the country another common myth is after getting two vaccinations I will not get COVID that's also again a myth even after having two vaccinations you have a fair chance of getting COVID but since you already are vaccinated, it will automatically reduce the risk of critical outcome of the disease. So you may get just milder symptoms or you could be asymptomatic in case you get COVID. So it's very, very important to understand that vaccination is the best defense which we have against COVID. And we need to fight together and defeat this pandemic. And you know, Getting vaccinated, getting everybody in your family and your uh, extended uh, friend circle vaccinated as soon as possible is the best protection what you need to take.
0: Thank you, ma'am. That was a very needed answer and I'm sure listeners will keep these things in mind uh, regarding the vaccination. So, uh, this brings us to the end of the podcast. So, guys, you heard it, right? the word from the wise. I am sure the students will be able to apply these learnings in their life and will keep themselves safe and their family. On the note, I thank you very much, ma'am, for taking out time for our podcast. Thank you. I have a great day and see you in the next episode of b Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you, everybody.